Welcome to the Sports Spectrum Podcast, where faith and sports collide. Here's your host, Jason Romano. This is episode number 77 of the Sports Spectrum Podcast, special edition live from Super Bowl 52 here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I'm Jason Romano. Thank you so much for joining us here and listening to the podcast wherever you are on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, sportsspectrum.com, anywhere podcasts are found. We are there. Thank you so much for joining us. And we are excited to bring you three separate interviews that we were able to do here in Minneapolis for Super Bowl 52. And the first is with New York Jets quarterback, Josh McCown. We talked to Josh because he's actually the guy that conceived the idea for Football Sunday. And Football Sunday, if you don't know what it is, will be featured in over 2,500 churches this weekend all around the country. And it's an opportunity to be an outreach of NFL players sharing their faith stories. And Josh was the one who actually conceived the idea. So we talked to Josh over at Radio Row here at Super Bowl 52 and asked him about the idea of Football Sunday. Take a listen. Josh McCown, New York Jets quarterback, is here. How are you, Josh? I'm doing great, man. It is great to see you. And there's a movement happening in the Twin Cities this week. It's really been amazing to see Jesus work through it. 250,000 Football Sunday magazines, 2,500 churches are showing Football Sunday, and the gospel is being out there in the public and you're getting hugged by another one Matt Forte, Matt Forte himself guy, what's up yeah, Matt yeah. and it's just an amazing thing happening right now in a movement and it's all because of football Sunday and an idea that you had a while ago tell us about that yeah um, uh, a buddy of mine Craig Gross and myself were sitting around uh, you know at a conference that we go to every year late one night you know, kind of catching up and, and talking through ideas and, and uh, you know he's he's a he's kind of a creative, forward-thinking guy, and we were kicking around some things, and and this thought that you know we're at this 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 conference where we have a bunch of athletes and, and guys that that uh, are passionate about their faith and, yeah. and willing to speak out about it, and uh, what that would look like if we if we capture some of that content and just shared it with churches and and uh, and in a way you know. Super Bowl Sunday has come become so important to our culture, yes. and, and if we leverage the, the, the importance that that it draws uh, in our culture, and said, you know, what would that look like if we leverage that moment to uh, tell people about Jesus and to really, you know, have an impact? Uh, and uh, and so, out of that, you know, smarter ideas and smarter people took over, and uh, and uh, you know, you guys. Uh, have come up with something great and produced something great, and, and it's cool every year to see uh, how it grows and and uh, and you know, you know new new people are involved, new churches catch on, and it, it makes it special. And you know, I'm thankful to have good friends like Craig, yeah. uh, who you know, you, you, when you're able to sit down and have good conversations, that that you know, you, you produce great things like this, and uh, and just happy to be a part of it. Now we're seeing a team with the Eagles and the Patriots both have very outspoken guys in their faith. We're seeing a movement, I think in the NFL of guys being just a little bit more outspoken about that. What do you think about that? You were on a team with the Jets that had a lot of guys who were unashamed about the gospel, Romans 116. Yeah, well, I think it's 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 cool because, you know, what you're seeing right now, not only, you know, in the space of faith, but just, you know, social activism, everybody's, everybody's sharing what they believe in. And so 
it's a great opportunity to, you know, if you're a person of faith, to go, you know, this is what I'm passionate about, yeah. and, and 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 I'm not ashamed about it. And uh, and ultimately, you know, when you go out there, you play a sport, or you go through your life, and and you know, people want to know why you live the way you live, or what motivates you, or what brings you peace. You're able to step up and share that. And uh, and so football Sunday, you know, provides that space, and it's going to be cool to hear from the Eagles, hear from the Patriots, and and their thoughts on it, and guys that have made it to the big game. Can you make a prediction? Are you allowed to make a prediction? Can I make a prediction? I know from being from the Jets, I'm not big in the past. I, I understand that. that. So we already got the Eagles. Yeah, we got the Eagles. I really think it's going to be a good game. I yeah. think you look at what Jacksonville did a couple weeks ago against the Patriots up there in Foxborough. The Eagles are a similar type of team, um, similar defense, and so I think they've got an opportunity to to, uh, to uh, shock some people. And right. So I'll be rooting for them. Uh, you know, love that group of guys, uh, and uh, you know, want to see how it goes. But uh, but I think they'll play well. All right, Josh McCann, thanks for joining us here in Sports Thank Spectrum. You for me, man. Yeah, man. Good stuff there by Josh, and as we're walking by Radio Row looking for other people to interview, we came across his teammate with the New York Jets, Matt Forte. Matt, of course, is uh, associated with many things that we do here at Sports Spectrum, including the increase where he shares his stories, his personal uh, sort of convictions and, and ideas about faith and, and his faith in Christ, and certainly with his wife Danielle and their kids. They're a big part of the Sports Spectrum family, and we ran into Matt, and we asked Matt about what he's doing here and making the name of Jesus known. Take a listen. All right, Sports Spectrum live from the Super Bowl, and I'm here with Matt Forte, and I saw you, Matt, earlier, and I said to you, what are you promoting here on Radio Row? Because most athletes that come through, they're usually promoting something. You've done that in the past, I know. What was your answer? I said, I'm promoting Jesus. You're promoting Jesus. Well, guess what? So are we. So. Jesus and my, my wife's clothing line. Well, the, which well, in turn is the same thing because their clothing line is 828 Clothing. Which is? You can go at 828clothing.com, which is after Romans 828. Which says? All things work together for the good of those called according to his purpose and that love God. That's the best, man. I yes, love sir. it. So Football Sunday is coming up this Sunday. It's our outreach. It's reaching over 2,000 churches. Millions of people are going to be watching Football Sunday. You're a part of it, and you've been a part of it before. What do you, what do you think about when I tell you that millions of people are going to be hearing the name of Jesus, watching this in churches on Super Bowl Sunday? I think there's, there's nothing greater. I mean, this is bigger than the Super Bowl game, um, you know, Super Bowl, and being being in churches and being able to be a part of that and seeing NFL athletes and what we do on the field is one thing where they, they get to see that all the time, but off the field, us talking about what matters the most is something different, yeah. and I think it's super important and it's super impactful, I think, in, in people's lives, especially, um, you know, young young kids who don't may not get to you know, see that, and uh, us as, as uh, you know, co co-laborers and for Christ, and yeah. I think we have to, you know, let people see Jesus through us, because um, they may not be able to, you know, that may be the only time they get introduced to that. What's platform mean to you when I tell you just having the platform that you play a football game? These guys on Sunday, the Eagles and the Patriots, have a platform, and they've been sharing their faith, a lot of them on yeah. both teams. What's that mean when I tell you platform? It's a, it's a unique, um, I think, privilege that we've that we've been given i've been blessed to play this game it's a, a child's game really yeah uh, played by men uh for 10 years in the nfl and i mean that's such a blessing you know nfl really that is an acronym of people saying not for long because it's the injuries it's yes. you know many different things but when i think about platform it's just a unique responsibility and a privilege to have that responsibility to um be, put it on display for, for God, you know. Um, the, the talent that I have, the career that I've had, is, is nothing without Jesus and Him blessing me to be able to have that. So, in turn, when, when I, anytime I get success or if I'm on 
um, a platform, whether success or failure, I give God all the glory because it's because of him where I am today. Now, we have the Patriots and we have the Eagles on Sunday. You're a Jet, so it's hard to pick for the Patriots. Josh McCown said the same thing. Yeah. But can you make a prediction? Can you can you give us a score who you're taking? Yeah. Uh, you know, since I've been playing with the Jets, I've been a, a hatriot. So <laughs> hatriot. I've been hating on them. Yes. Um, you know, they're a talented team. It's, it's going to be a, a hard-fought game, I think. Uh, the Eagles got a really good defense, so they got to mm -hmm. play a full game. You can't leave time on the clock against Tom Brady. So, But I'm going to I'm gonna say 28-17, the Eagles take it. 28-17, all right. Yeah. He is Matt Forte. This is Sports Spectrum. Appreciate your time, man. Thank you. Thanks. Good stuff there from Matt Forte. Now, one of the neat things about being at the Super Bowl in Minneapolis is you don't really know who you're going to run into or who you're going to be able to interview oftentimes until you get there. And this weekend, as many people know, the Pro Football Hall of Fame announces their recipients for the 2018 class. And one of those guys that's waiting and has been waiting a few years is Isaac Bruce. And he's now 45 years old, lives in Florida, and doing some awesome things in the community and with the Lord. And Isaac played for 16 seasons with the Los Angeles and then St. Louis Rams and then finished out his career the last two seasons with the San Francisco 49ers. He's a four-time Pro Bowler and uh, one of the best receivers the NFL has ever seen. The Rams retired his number 80. And he won a Super Bowl in Super Bowl 34 back in January of 2000 in Atlanta when the Rams beat the Titans 23-16. to and we got the chance to catch up with Isaac and kind of hear about his journey a little bit and how God is working in his life and some pretty awesome stuff. And so I'm excited to bring to you guys as well. This is the longer part of this podcast, the longer part of the interview with Isaac Bruce, former St. Louis Ram and Los Angeles Ram wide receiver. Take a listen. Isaac Bruce, one of the all-time great NFL wide receivers to the podcast. How are you? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. It is good to talk to you. Yes. Now, we have a bunch of things to talk about. The first thing being the Hall of Fame. Okay. So you're waiting for that call potentially on Saturday and in that moment yeah. to put that gold jacket on. What are you, what's your emotions and your feelings like right now? Well, I'm, I'm excited. And, um, you know, first of all, I want to say thanks for having me on the show. Of course. Um, I, I love the title, the philosophy about it and everything. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm kind of we're, we're kind of in a holding pattern right now. And, um, you know, based on what we're taught, in the kingdom of God, we're, we're, we're taught that we have uh, mighty weapons, mm. and one of those mighty weapons is praise and worship. Yeah. So within this holding pattern that we're in, this is the time that I I, I practice and pull out my big guns and and just remind God of uh, past victories that He's given me. Um, I killed a lion, I killed a bear, and uh, just just continue to thank Him for the career, the way He protected me, 16 years, no surgery, and. This, this being another battle that I don't have to fight, but just praise him and thank him, and uh, he always hands me the victory, man. It's really good. It's yeah. really good. Now, where will you be? Will you be here still in Minneapolis on Saturday? Yeah. Kind of um, just waiting for that call? We're, we're required to be here and, okay. and be in our rooms at uh, 3 p.m. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, there's, there's a time. Um, once you go in that room, you got choices to make. Yeah. You know, you can either worry, you can be fearful, yeah. Or you can praise and give thanks. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just like the children of Israel, King Jehoshaphat, he instructed, he put the singers in front of the, the army. Yes. So, therefore, you know, when you go out and put your focus on Christ and your belief in that the God that you serve fights your battles and gives you the victory, um, you know, I'll be in that room and I'll be 
praising and worshiping, man. I'm expecting the best. That's awesome. That's yeah, what man. that's what God is about, Absolutely. expecting the best, right? Absolutely. Now, let me ask you about growing up, your family, what it was like at the let's let's take us to the dinner table. Okay. Is is Christ a part of that or are you are you, you know, not finding really a faith until later in your your years? Oh, you know what? My mom, my mother was a pastor mm-hmm. uh, back in Fort Lauderdale. Um, I'm one of uh, 15 children. I uh, got this huge group text going on that we do just about every day, and and uh, every other text is uh, something based on the Bible. Mm. And uh, you know, we encourage each other that way. We uh, we reprove each other that way, and we make sure we stay on track. So, in, in my family, uh, my with my siblings. And from what my wife and, and and I do, as far as our children are concerned, we, we're training them up, training them up in the way that they should go. So, obviously, faith being trained up in the way yeah. you should go is important. Absolutely. Knowing Christ as you're growing up important. But when does Jesus become real to you? When is it your moment when you're like, okay, I get it now? Because it's one thing to have the faith of Absolutely. your parents. Absolutely. It's another thing to make it your own. Absolutely. So when does that happen? Well, I tell you what, I mean. You know, God doesn't have grandkids. He has children. <laughs> That's a great point. So, so therefore, it, there comes a point where he's going to tell your mom, tell your dad, okay, leave him alone now. Mm-hmm. He's mine. He's my son. So um, for me, probably 24, 25 years young okay. is when I really started opening my Bible for myself. Um, I was a millionaire at 21, yeah. but I wasn't fulfilled. Mm. I mean, it wasn't, it, there, was a, there wasn't a fulfilling there until I developed uh, or we started developing a personal relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, yeah. and that's from reading His Word, that's from praying to Him, and that's from praising Him. And uh, I started to grow. Um, I always like to say, change is inevitable, and growth is optional. So, as children of God, we have an opportunity to use His Word and to grow up. Hmm. So you say you're 24, 25 yeah. years young, as they say. Yeah. That means you're in the NFL. Yeah. So. Is, give me an idea of who might have been a mentor to you, somebody that kind of walked with you in that faith walk and kind of showed you the way maybe. Something in, in, that, in essence in that locker room that just kind of said, oh, okay, I got I to gotta start getting a little more serious about this. Well, sometimes, you know, I had a guy by the name of Jackie Slater. He was a, a great mentor in my locker room. And, and sometimes, you know, people like him retire. So therefore, you know, it can be chaotic without the right leaders mm. and um you can fall into that 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 bad way of doing things and um I was, I was no different um i saw things that shouldn't have been going on that was going on participated in some of it but then you have that moment you always have that inkling that small voice that says <clears throat> you know what isaac i love you yeah i got better for you this is only a part of you this this isn't your life and uh, you listen and you start answering back and you know it starts pulling you back to the word of god and that's what happened to me so you you you're now you become the jackie slave in the locker room you start sharing your faith with other people and it's amazing how god just opens his word not up only to me but to the other people that you're sharing it with we're talking to isaac bruce here on sports spectrum's podcast and on facebook live isaac take me to kurt warner coming to this team in 1999 and the impact that he had, obviously, on the team and on the field, but he had on your life personally. This is a guy who was out front, and out, you were a very quiet guy, if I remember, when you played. It wasn't a whole lot of... No, I just didn't have a lot of microphones in my face. Well, there's that, too. Yeah. So, but Kurt Warner did, because he's the quarterback, right? Uh-huh. So he's out there praising God and yeah. speaking about Jesus, and people are like, whoa, this guy is, is very bold in his faith. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you were, too, at this time. But talk about when Kurt came to the team and what that meant 
in the locker room more than on the field? Well, when he first came, I mean, I was just like everyone else. I mean, he, he was just a jag. Mm-hmm. You know, we just call him just another guy. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, we really didn't start uh, to see what Kirk can do until Trent Green went down. And, right. you know, it's funny because, you know, sometimes God starts putting you in a position to start preparing you for something that's great. And I believe Kirk was in that, that position, you know, from arena football to being uh, with the Green Bay Packers, getting released by them, coming to us, and really not having a fruitful season his first year with us. And then, bam, you're, you're pressed right into the forefront. So I think he handled it very well. Um, I think he, his stance is, it really benefited others, and not only himself. And, you know, I just seen him in a hotel a second ago. So, you know, that friendship that we forged is still alive and well. Yeah, that's really great to see. Now, Super Bowl 34. It's cold, it's icy, it's Atlanta, Georgia, and you're in the Georgia Dome, and it's one of the most exciting Super Bowls ever. Mm-hmm. And you catch a touchdown with two minutes to go to win the game for the Rams. Now, there's obviously the Steve McNair play and the stop at the end, but the Rams get their first Super Bowl. We're at Super Bowl week. So what's this week like in your mind when you play? And you obviously played in Super Bowl 36 against Tom Brady. So what's this week like just preparing compared to, say, a regular week or was it were you able to keep it a regular week you know what we did our best our coaches did our best did their best to make sure that it was um everything was the same i mean obviously we're we're, we're practicing and preparing in in different cities um but as a player uh, a player like myself i tried to make sure that <laughs> i didn't enjoy it too much man because yeah you know something huge was at stake yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's the ring, it's the Super Bowl that every player that comes into this league is trying to get to. And I know guys personally, my coaches, who played 16-plus years and never got to that moment. So yeah. I don't want to mess around and, and uh, do something stupid or uh, really not enjoy the moment, but I want to win. And uh, that's what we were there for. So that part of it, uh, it was big on, on, the, on the front of my mind. It was, it was on the front of my teammates' mind. And uh, in Super Bowl 34, we got the job done. What memory sticks out from that game, I, besides the catch and the touchdown, yeah. but maybe away from the field, just the moment oh, yeah. that day? What sticks out? You know, those moments stick out more than just being on the field. Yeah. Um, you know, just being on charter buses, uh, on the plane. Um, I remember specifically being uh, sitting next to Keith Lyle, who was drafted in 1994 myself, mm. and we're singing this song. You know, we got the bus rocking, we're singing. <laughs> And uh, we kind of egg everybody on, and they start singing with us. Moments like that. And then after that, flying back to St. Louis from Atlanta, uh, the pilot kind of winked at Nashville, you know, with the plane. He kind of leaned it, and I thought that was cool, too. So show a little respect for the Titans and, and their great season that they had. Yeah, what, a, what an unbelievable season that year was for both the Rams and the Titans. We're talking to Isaac Bruce here on Sports Spectrum. And, Isaac, I, I want to ask you because – Part of what Sports Spectrum is, and you were actually on the cover, mm-hmm. we just saw the 1996 edition of Sports Spectrum, which is pretty neat. But what we've been doing is producing this thing called Football Sunday. Okay. So 2,000 churches on Sunday are going to see Football Sunday, which is basically a sermon replacement. And it's an opportunity for guys from the Eagles and the Patriots and others to share their faith, to share what God is doing, to share what Christ means to them. And the theme is seek, serve, surrender. So I want to talk about those three things with you as a believer in Christ and what they mean to you. So let's start with seek, seeking Christ. Well, I think the seeking part is, you know, it kind of it kind of goes along with uh, study to show yourself approved. I think um, as a believer, 
and we know that the water is like water. Um, it feeds us. It feeds our souls. Yeah. It anchors our souls. And it's our responsibility, our privilege to study God's word. Mm. Um, we're, we're in a country where we have what we would call freedom of speech. We have freedom of religion. Yes. And have that opportunity to get in God's word, study, and be able to show people through your obedience or your believing of what God said that this word can work for you as well. How about surrender? What that means to surrender to Christ? <laughs> to me, I mean, that correlates right with being holy, the holiness of it. The Bible says that Christ has been made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, which is holiness, and redemption. So therefore, you know, we're holy because he's holy. So we don't have to tap dance to become holy. We just believe that he's holy. We take his holiness, apply it to our life. Now, what is holiness? Holiness is being uh, surrendering to God and his word. Now, when you read his word and he says that uh, you're a king and a priest, you, you must say, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be, I'm going to continue and I'm going to agree with what God said about me. I'm a king and a priest. So therefore, that's, to me, that's holiness. What about serving? I know your foundation is a big part of your life and obviously serving the community and serving others, but what about serving Christ? Well, you know what? He's a great example. He said that the greatest among you would be the, the servant of all of you. So therefore, um, being able to go out and emulate our big brother, our savior, um, our defender, the one that protects us, you know, that's what we're called to do. So we're, we're actually emulating his, his ability and what he's currently doing right now in heaven. He's seated at the right hand of the father, but his garment, he's still wearing servant garments. So therefore, you know, following him and following him as his example is what we're here to do. This is our last question. We ask this to a lot of our guests on the podcast, and I'll just ask you straight out. What are you learning from the Lord right now? What is God teaching you during this time, this season that you're in? Oh, man. It, um, it's funny you ask. I was just in the room, and I was studying about, uh, he, he said he will raise up fishers. Mm. He will raise up fishers. He will raise up hunters. So the gathering of the, the Hebrew Israelites from all the places where he scattered them, he will call them in. So I'm studying that. I'm studying who the, the, the true... Hebrew Israelites are and that gathering it says that that second exodus will be so great that we will never mention the first exodus out of Egypt again so I'm excited about that that's awesome absolutely all right so we're at the Super Bowl I know I said that was the last question but I gotta ask Patriots Eagles Super Bowl Sunday you gotta pick so, what do you think so they can't play to a bloody tie they can't play to a, they could I mean they could just play for hours and hours right okay so you know what I told myself I wouldn't be bitter anymore. Okay. Um, I, I'd love to see Philly win it. Okay. But it's hard to beat Tom Brady, man. It's a, that's, a, that's a challenge within itself. And uh, there's a formula to doing it. I think Philadelphia has everything as far as being able to rush the pass or hit the quarterback and affect the passing game from that standpoint. But if they give him too many opportunities, I think they're going to leave the way we left in Super Bowl 36. Disappointed. He is Isaac Bruce here on the Sports Spectrum Podcast, and uh, we'll be waiting to see if you get that call on Saturday for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. No, I'll be getting a knock. A knock. No call. No call. A so knock. an actual knock on the a door. I am on the door. Absolutely. All right. Well, get the phone ready. Make sure you're recording it, and we wish you nothing but the best, and uh, God bless you. Thank you, sir. Thanks, man. Right.